Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Parent Hack. We appreciate you joining us today. And if you are new, uh, we started this show for couples like us who are committed to growing together by investing in themselves. Think of it as personal development couple style. We're always brief and to the point. So thanks for joining us. And if you want to help us, please leave a rating and review and share this with someone that you think would benefit from it. So today's episode is going to be driven by uh, my co-host here, Teresa. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) We're so glad you're here. And I'm so excited for today's topic because it is all about Christmas. And I am a massive Christmas fanatic. Cody jokes that I'm Nora Crane. She she is Nora Crane. Uh, if you've never seen Christmas with the Cranes. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. I love Christmas. I love everything about it. Um, especially as a mom, it's just become a million times better. Yeah. And so um, what today's episode is all about is thriving through the holidays. And why we think this is so important is especially speaking as a mom and a wife, this time of year can have so many different Um, demands and responsibilities. And I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in the things that are not important or to spend time doing all the things, but not the things that you really want to do. Um, And so the focus of course is our faith and staying grounded. And so we're really excited to kind of talk through five big points with you all and things that have helped us um, really embrace the holiday season. Yeah, for sure. Kind of hone in on what's actually important to you. Um, stick to your budget, all, all these kind of things that can get really lost and pulled in different directions, you know, how to kind of keep it on track, right? Yes, absolutely. So Nora, take it away. Nora, here I am, guys. Okay, so the first thing and first piece of advice is to keep a list of who you need to purchase gifts for and how much you're budgeting for that gift. And so I just do this on an Excel sheet um, because I like I do it as a Google Doc, so that way it's really easy to edit from any different place, and I can share it with Cody, and he can add to it. Not that he adds to it much, but it's there if he You're wants funny. to add to it. Um, but this has been really helpful. I, I realized like the first couple of years we were married, I was like just buying all kinds of random stuff. I had no idea where our money was going. We always had those people that we forgot about last minute and you end up spending so much more money because you're like, oh my goodness, I got to go find something. And it might not be um, as meaningful as a gift, you know, that you want it to be. And so um, while, of course, your family isn't easy or easy people to remember, um, other big people to like put on that list are your kiddos, teachers. Yeah. Uh, Mail carriers, you know. Anybody that's helping you out throughout the year, maybe yeah. that you you know want to get something special for. Yeah, we love our delivery um, people, so we like. But I, I will say to Teresa's point, like I'm not the Excel spreadsheet holiday gift guy, but her doing that has made a massive impact on because I am the guy that will go just buy a bunch of random crap yeah. and like have a bunch of trinkets. Like it runs in my DNA, I think. It, it um, does a little bit. I love it. And so, <laughs> so my family is the, is one of the trinket Kings. Um, shout out to the trinket family. But so I do appreciate this and um, it, it has been super helpful, especially when it comes to like just being done shopping. Like, we checked them all off. Boom, we're done. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my well, hairdresser. We'll this a template in the show notes for you all, but like our house cleaner, we always give her something extra around the holidays. Um, our neighbors, hairdressers. <laughs> my gallant great clips. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Um, if you have like secret Santas that you do at work or with certain sides of the family, 
don't leave those out because that is something that Cody tends to like. It's Christmas Eve. I'm like, did you get your secret Santa gift? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, I bought one for you. Um, work gifts, all those little things that can be really easy to forget about and can become really overwhelming, like yeah. 14 days before Christmas. And, you know, today, while this episode comes out, it's December 6th. So there's still 19 days until Christmas. Not a ton of time, but hopefully this will help you all if you feel like you still have a lot to do to kind of just make a list and get your stuff done. Yeah. And so number two is have a budget and stick to it. So we are, I think we'll probably everyone, you all included, are probably really guilty of like the holiday party, you know, bring a charcuterie, whatever, all these things just start to add up. And then you look back on what you spent. I know I have, and I'm like, we spent what on Christmas? And so yeah. I turned into Mr. Crank. And he gets grouchy. We're going to cancel Christmas <laughs> and go on a cruise. Um, so yes, again, this is really, really, really helpful. And if you're not somebody who follows a budget right now, it's kind of um, can be a challenging thing to wrap your mind around because sometimes you can feel like it's going to restrict you. But really what it does it is, is it empowers you to enjoy the shopping process um, because you know that you have the money budgeted to spend a hundred dollars on this person. So it makes shopping for them fun instead of feeling like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm just spending more money and I'm not really sure where I'm at. And I don't know where this money is coming from. And the, the worst way to start off the beginning of a new year is then a bunch of debt or overspending because you couldn't just, you know, stick to a budget. And always like, and I always think about like the meaning behind the gift is really what's important. Um, So, while there might be a lot of people that you want to do things for, that doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money. There's yeah. there's great ways to bake things or make things for people um, that are just as special as something that you go out there and buy. Yeah, I think a couple of things I would add is that the thought is always greater than the gift, right? So like, I enjoy gifts that are intentional, you know, and I think we all do, right? So even if they aren't the most expensive, they're intentional. They really kind of speak to you. So think about that. And it's not always about money and how much you spend on these gifts. Um, and then two, I, I saw this somewhere. Um, and it was just a great reminder that when you're done shopping, be done shopping. And I was like, oh, damn, that kind of hit. Yeah, hit I home. think that's really good like, advice. Like, quit always... checking the emails on the sales. Yeah, if you don't have anything else exactly. to buy, like you don't need the extra 60% off the J. Crew clearance like I mean, yesterday, the you... tree sword. <laughs> Maybe one that did. You do, but you don't. You yeah. Know? So yeah, I just think that's a great reminder is to just the list helps you get to that point, and then you know you, the budget helps you stick within your you know parameters, and then when you're done, be done and enjoy the holidays. Kick your feet up and just relax. Yeah. And other things like I think that are really easy to forget about. And I've kind of like just added to our list over the years. Um, things that tend to add up around the holidays are like. If you want to buy extra Christmas decorations, um, extra food, like Cody and I always know we go on a special Christmas date night that we might splurge more than we normally would. Um, We always get photos taken around this time of the year. I'm going to order Christmas cards and they cost money to mail them. And that's a big thing that a lot of people forget about. But that's like, you know, 50 or 75 dollars in stamps, Um, donations, angel tree, our matching jammies from Hannah Anderson. Um, But when you have this list and... Yes, you may not have all of this finalized by this Christmas, but when you have this kind of in the works, it really makes it easier to prepare ahead of time. Like our Hannah Anderson Jamie's, I know they go 40% off in October, which sounds really early, but they're expensive. And so yeah. it's the only time they go on sale. So I order them in October. Um, and it kind of spreads out your spending over like October, November, December, instead of feeling like December, I'm just like spending all of this money mm-hmm. and I'm stressed out and overwhelmed. 
So yeah, that's great advice. Uh, so number three, don't overcommit your schedule. Dun, and dun, Teresa's dun. staring at me with intent. Yeah. I um, used to be bad about this, and now that I'm pregnant with our third kid, I'm like, uh, I, I think would so much rather sit on the couch yeah. and watch a homework. But I think we're both overcommitters yeah. in we a lot really of ways. We really love socializing. Um, um, yeah. We don't like letting people down. But I think we've gotten, it's gotten to where, and most of you probably feel the same way, like as you have kids and have your own family and your own traditions, like you tend to be less of a, you know, kind of people pleaser and more of like, hey, I want to really spend time here and do these things with, with our crew, not just like be spread thin over all these social events. So, yeah. and so like what Cody and I do is um, we sit down and kind of, you know, we know the traditional holiday parties that we have every single year. Maybe if there's other things that we want to go to. And then we kind of just look at it by week. And it's like, if we already have, if we have three or four things we're invited to in a week, I know that like, I am not going to be my best self. If I go to four events in a week, like I'm mm-hmm. going to be stretched thin. I'm going to be tired. I'm not going to be patient with the kids and that's not fair to them. So it's about just prioritizing things. And I think this can be really hard. This used to be a lot harder for us. Um, and when you start learning to say no to things that just aren't going to fill your cup, um, you, you realize life will go on yeah. without being at yeah. every single party. Um, and the things you do go to, I feel like you really enjoy. Yeah. And I think this is even more so relevant too to people that maybe are product of divorced parents and you have a lot of family pulling on you in the holidays and, and all those things. Um, this can really help you kind of narrow down what's what's important, you know, and, and kind of tell people, hey, I, we're doing this, this, and this. We can't do this and set those boundaries. So I think this is a great a great one to remember and really stick to. And this kind of takes us into number four, which is make a list of traditions or activities that are really important to your family. And so me being Miss Christmas over here, I love traditions and I love making those memories with the kids because I just remember that, you know, growing up. And so I want my kids to have that experience, too. So um, and this this really is important because I have had Christmases, I think the first year we had Warren and I realized there were so many things I wanted to do that I didn't do over the holidays, even though we were so busy. And so I was like, well, I'm only a mom. You know, he's only this age one time. My most important job is being a wife and mom. So I need to prioritize those things. And so for us, um, you know, Cody and I both had different traditions growing up. So we both bring different things to the table there. Um, but things that we love to do is like this year we're doing, we started a new tradition this year, especially Warren's a little bit older where we're doing an advent calendar and a devotional every single night, which has been yeah. really special. Um, and then like you and I go on a date every yeah. Christmas, like yeah. without the kids. Um, and then we also want to go see Santa like at yeah. Utica square. And then we go eat at peppers. Like, so, so there's some things that we do um, as a family and then as a couple that fall onto this, that have really become kind of a staple that we all look forward to. And we all, I mean, I don't know. I, I look forward to them and I remember them. And I know the kids will remember them because we all yeah. have those things as kids that you were like, oh, around Christmas, we did this, this, and this. Yeah. So like, this is what that's building. Yeah. Right? Like the gingerbread activities, the Christmas cookies. It's like, yeah. I always joke, it's all the things you see in the Hallmark movie, but it's like, don't just watch the movies, like do the things with your family. Gaining 10 pounds. And, it's a Christmas tradition like no other, right? right. I'm pregnant. So I'm here for it. Um, but I think this is something that really makes a difference in how you feel at the end of the Christmas season. And either going like, oh, I'm so exhausted because we did so many things or it's like, man, we had some great parties we went to, did some wonderful things with the kids. And that's, you know, that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah. And so the last one we're going to talk about here is making time for you. So 
a little self-care, a little self-love. Um, that's what this one's all about. Yes. And I mean this, you guys, you know, I'm not going to probably have a podcast without encouraging you all to take care of yourselves because it's so important and you don't have to just completely let yourself go during the month of December. And then you start the new year off with all these lofty goals, um, but you feel like you're starting from behind. And so this is why, you know, there's a lot of different forms of self-care. My self-care of choice is always going to be exercise. Um, And that's something that I know from years of experience and schooling will truly make a difference in how you feel. And I tell people, I'm not necessarily going to be like, hey, if you're really trying to lose a lot of weight, pick December to start that. But I say, if you do something now, how much better are you going to feel in a month from now, right? So something is better than nothing. And maybe the goal in December isn't weight loss, but maybe the goal in December is sleeping better and being more patient. Yeah. Maybe it's not like substantial weight gain, you know, right? It's like how you, you... Future you is going to thank you for whatever you do, and future you is not going to thank you for what you don't do in this yeah. time of year. Um, and it's so easy just to get caught up in the holidays. I'm guilty of that, and it's like then in you know January third, you're like, oh damn, that was a that was a rough few weeks there. Yeah, <laughs> gotta gotta unpack this deal somehow. And you then know? and you know it's like the majority of people don't ever lose the weight they actually gain during the holidays, but. As much as physical health, you know, I, you want to think about practicing gratitude. You know, Cody and I talk about that a lot, but this is a really important month to get into. If you don't practice daily gratitude, maybe you wake up 10 minutes earlier and you're writing down those three things you're thankful for in the month of December um, or things yeah. like that. But I think this is, a, and this is a good time to like make time for you is, is a, this is a good runway for the new year. So like start to ponder, man, what do I want in this new year? What do I, you know, what do I want less of? You know, what do I want to do more of? Um, and I think good advice is to do a l- tiny bit, even if it's a, a little bit. We read this book called Atomic Habits, and he talks about, you know, if you if you wanted to establish a new habit, let's call it journaling, right? Even if you journal two sentences a day, but you do it every day, you're building the foundation for these habits that are going to, you know, be po- can really grow and be powerful you know, in the future. And so I think this is a good time yeah. for making time for you in, in a positive way um, outside of just like general self-care. Yeah. It's like, I mean, what is the power of increasing by 1% every day Yeah, or decreasing by 1% every day, right? You could potentially increase by 30% before the end of the year, or you could decrease. I mean, you know, if you look yeah. at it by that way, if you're doing a compound 1% every day. And so, um, you know, when you're in the world of wellness, January comes around and people have these goals, but the number one reason people don't start exercise or that I hear from my experience is they don't have the money to do it. And so it's really important to think about now how you want to start 2022 off because the choices you're making today are going to affect how January starts off. So it's really important yep. to just protect your mental health, health, invest protect in your yourself, peace, invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, decide that maybe spending three or $400 on extra clothes this month on a bunch of sales is not going to bring you the same joy or happiness that yeah. maybe investing in your health or your mental well-being or just saving money will. So. Yeah. I think the overall arching theme that I take away from a lot of this is just, and you referenced it earlier, is like structure creates freedom. And so whether it's around the holidays, whether it's around your you know the health, whatever, whatever aspect of life it, it relates to, it's like, man... That structure is going to create freedom, which then allows you to figure out where you want to go, how you want to get there, all those things. So, and so I, I've enjoyed this uh, 
more than I more than I thought I would. Yeah. I would just put it that way. And I really want to encourage you guys to not use the term survival throughout the next three weeks. Um, because I think it's really easy for people to be like, oh, let's go into survival mode or how do we survive the holidays? And it's like, I feel like that's just really, you go into an instant mode of negativity and just the word survival already makes you feel tired. Yeah. And so I want you guys to just, I challenge you to really pay attention to your verbiage and just how you act around your children and just trying to be a positive life this time of the year. Because if you seek the positivity, you will find it. And if you seek the negativity, you'll find it. Yep. So. Wise words from Nora Crank herself, folks. Mrs. Christmas signing out <laughs> over here. <laughs> so we know this is a little bit different than some of our episodes, but we hope you all enjoyed this. Um, please share it with your spouse, your friends that you think may need this type of info this time of year or may benefit from this, right? Yeah, we wish you guys a very wonderful holiday season. Of course, we'll have a couple more episodes before Christmas comes out, but just yeah. take time to enjoy the moment. Yeah, enjoy it. Practice some gratitude and uh, remember we can all go further together. See you guys.